I'm Liz Spencer and welcome to Business Connection, introducing you to the names and faces of Naperville area entrepreneurs and business owners. Today we welcome Caliber Home Loans, Go Girl Communication, as well as Busey Bank, all here on Business Connection. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. We welcome Caliber Home Loans and Bill Penley to the show. Welcome back, Bill, an old friend of the show. We're happy, yeah. to, happy to see you and get a little update. Thank you for having me. I always love coming on the show, Liz. We love to hear all about the uh, home mortgage loan business. And this year and, and the pandemic year have been you know, incredible, to say the least. So give us a little update. Where are we now? Yeah, so it's it was an interesting year to say the least. In fact, um, you know, we, we had to change our whole business model from, you know, a meeting individually mm -hmm. um, face to face to more of a virtual world. So, but what that created was a work smarter, not harder environment. Mm -hmm. So I really kind of took off with regards to our business and our and our, with our team. Um, and we hit record volumes last year and it's moving into this year too. So I'm really excited to say the least with regards to the mortgage industry and where we are right now. Well, that's, that's exciting. It's congratulations, way to pivot. Um, so people are really thinking about home buying and, and it's a really robust market. Tell me a little bit about where that market is and, and, and what we should be thinking about. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, the market is very, very amped up, I guess, with regards to multiple offers and just a lot of um, a lot of buyers out in the marketplace. So what we're trying to do individually and we're trying to customize our approach to each um, buyer and let them let them know exactly what they can afford. I'm with a virtual way we do it. We're taking Zoom calls. Um, I love that because it's convenient, it's it's quick and it it creates comfort for the client. So we, we put the, the numbers right in front of them, show them exactly what to expect, and then it gives them a better picture on um, and, and actually a, a leverage to go out and purchase that property, especially when you have 17 offers on a property. Um, you wanna make sure that they're ready to go right when they see that home. So it's smart for somebody who's thinking they wanna buy a home to come see you first. Yes, yep. Because you're gonna give them, get them kind of pre-approved. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of lenders out there that will just pre-qualify right. clients. I think that's a, a bad start to setting up somebody for failure when they find their house they fall in love with. Uh, what we'll do is we'll take the application, take documentation, run it through all the underwriting process. Um, we have a we have a pre-approval and also can take it one step further and go to a full approval, which adds more leverage when you're out there against people that are only pre-qualified. When, when you think about pre-qualification, all that is is just a conversation over the phone and a loan officer telling you to go out and you know, purchase a property. It's gonna set you up for failure in a, a multiple offer situation today. Right, because there seems to be more um, buyers than inventory right now. Correct. It? Though I think both groups are benefiting, it's probably a little bit more of a buyer market. You got it. It's There's a lot of buyers, a lot of millennials are out purchasing. Um, so that's driving up the values, which is great for sellers, but there's not a lot of inventory out there. So you're having three or four people that are you know, wanting to purchase that property. Um, so like I said, putting your best foot forward when you're negotiating is always gonna put you in the light of the seller. 
I think we all think that when we go to have a mortgage that um, there's only like one mortgage you can get, but there's many mortgage products. Can you tell us a little bit about what you, you offer and how you kind of custom fit or help us fit into one? Yeah, and I think that that goes back to um, us meeting virtually mm -hmm. uh, with a Zoom. I can walk through so many different options, and I think that'll, that'll create that comfort that I was talking about as mm -hmm. well, too. Um, but I like visually putting together programs and options for uh, for each client that walks through our computer screen, not the door anymore. <laughs> you know? So I think that helps um, just give that comfort. And I, and I think when you're talking out the door costs and showing people what that looks like, um, I've seen an aura just kind of like an aura of comfort come across their face that allows them to go, okay, now I'm excited. Now I'm ready to go purchase a property. So yeah, there's a lot of programs. Um, I think when you're looking at just right now, conventional financing is probably the win in today's market. So terms are very important when you're putting that in front of a seller. So what I try to do is find the best option that's going to that's going to win the offer. You know, that's I think that's important because I think people want to are buying homes, but they they usually are a first time buyer. Once you buy your first time, you get a little smarter. That's the big education there. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, I'm assuming you work with both, both first-time buyers and those who you know have had a couple homes. Yeah, I work with anybody that's looking to buy a home or refinance. Um, in fact, we're doing a lot of first-time home buyer webinars right now. So that's yeah. another kind of uh, thing that's really been, we're getting a lot of response from that. In fact, we had one this past week and we have 11 people that showed up. Um, we actually had uh, a... Uh, um, a writer from Real Simple that wrote about us uh, with myself and another real estate agent that I work with. And it's been really a great response. You know, and we're doing this on Saturday mornings once a month, and um, it just has been really good for us. So talk to me a little bit about the interest rates. Like we're seeing record interest rates right now. Um, what do you, are they going to hold? Should we, if we're thinking of buying or refinancing, is it now is the time to go? I, yeah, I think right now we're seeing the lowest that I've seen in the last two years as far as interest rates. Um, you, you have to kind of take a step back and look at the big picture when it comes to interest rates as well, too. If we have, not to get political, but if we have a, a nation that's filled with debt right now, we're writing a lot of checks, they can't increase those interest rates. So we're seeing the rates stay where they're at. There's a lot of inflation fears, but at the same time, Today, we're seeing rates below 3%, and that's a great, great opportunity for anybody. It's affordable for a lot of people. Right, and with the inflation, lots of that is tied to supply chain. So there's a lot of thought that it's a temporary situation. Correct, yep. Yeah, and I think we'll see these rates continue through the next year. They're talking about a little bit of increase, but like I said, if we're having this much debt with the nation, I think we're gonna see rates stay low for a while. So if people are thinking about um, possibly purchasing a home, their first step is to to book a, a virtual call with you or one of your team members. Correct. Yeah, we'll do a free buyer consultation via Zoom. So if you get onto any of my links as far as the social media, we're big on social media right now, and it's uh, we're linking up our, our application on there too. Great. Um, we have a great digital application piece, which will actually verify your employment, verify your assets. So you can get a, an approval within minutes. That's awesome. 
right from and, and people can do that anytime. I think that's what they really like about that. Yeah. They can do it at 11 p.m. They can do it at 5 a.m. or anywhere in between. Correct. Yeah. Right when on the way here, I got a uh, you see a notification that somebody started an application. So I follow up, just make sure there's any questions that I can answer. And then after that, you see them finish and you see all the digital pieces taken care of and you have an approval. So that's, it's so easy right now. That's wonderful. Well, you're you're such a nice guy too, Bill. So thank you for for uh, helping people get into their home with your great um, company. And we appreciate your pivot. And I think we wish you a lot of luck. So thanks for stopping by and giving us an update. I appreciate it. Thank you. We're going to be right back with more Business Connection. Stay tuned. Stay in the know, at home, or on the go with NCTV 17 News Update. This quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free. Sign up today. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. Joining me now is Patty Miglin from Go Girl Communication. Hi. Welcome, Patty. Nice Thanks. to see you. Great to be here. So tell me exactly what Go Girl Communication is. I, I love the title. I love the name. Oh, thanks. Thanks. It's um, We are a branding and content company. And okay. so we help companies, big and small, discover what their brand story is, but then share that story in a way that really resonates with their audience. And I always like to, I mean, obviously creating and discovering your brand story is where it starts, mm -hmm. but it's really in the sharing that I think... Um, moves companies from good to great because there are so many communication channels out there and if you do not know how to use them effectively you could create the greatest content in the world and it's not going to do anything for you totally agree and i think people struggle with knowing um about their story and so and, and knowing how to tell it so and why it's important because they just think oh it's just my story nobody's going to be interested so so why is it so important to know your story. That is something we hear so many times. Yeah. Like, I have nothing interesting. Yeah. And I, the reason I love the brand story is because I think it's this little tiny narrative that brings together the why, so that reason that you created your business to begin with, and your what. What is it that you exactly do? And you bring those two things together in this beautiful story that really, um, it's not only is clear and concise, but it's compelling. So it gets people to not only know, okay, this is what your business does, but it tells them why they should care about what your business does. And I know people think, oh, the brand story, I'll get to that later. But your brand story, if you do it and you pay attention to it, it really helps you clearly communicate outside, externally. But it helps you also internally. Like if you're trying to recruit or retain top talent, and right now I think everybody's trying to mm -hmm. recruit and retain top yeah, talent. Yeah. If you have a really great brand story that you can tell people and they can really get a feel for who you are as an organization, that's going to help you there. And it's also going to help you when you start to look at where you should grow. So if you are thinking of scaling your business, knowing your brand story, you need to kind of solidify that because you can look at your brand story and then compare all the options. So should we go into a new market? Should we launch a new product? Look at your options and look at your brand story and do they align? because that's gonna show you where you should make your next step that's really gonna stay at the heart of who your company is. So lots of um, entrepreneurs, you know, large or small, struggle with this. What would be you know, three, thing, three things every entrepreneur should, should know or, or create, know about when they're creating their brand? What are the three points? There? They should first know their why. 
So and it, I know that people say that all the time, but it's true. So know why you're doing what you're doing, why you exist in the world. Um, you should know your audience. So mm -hmm. pay attention and not just the demographics because everyone's like, of course I know my audience. It's 18 to 35. And okay, know a little bit more. Like know, uh, go a little deeper into their lifestyle. What is the, what are their challenges? What are the problems that they're facing that maybe your company could solve? Um, and then the third one is, um, know yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and I know that seems crazy, but you really do need to be authentic to who you are. And even if you're creating a brand that you want to be sustainable with or without you as a physical presence in it, you still need to bring your authentic self to the table. And when you don't do that, people are going to notice. I, I think that's the biggest mistake I have seen is where people create really beautifully crafted brand stories and that's really who they want to be, but that isn't really who they are. And somewhere down the line, whether it's a social media post or a presentation they're giving, people are going to see the cracks in that armor. So be true to who you are. Yeah, well, it kind of reminds me of the actress who does a really phenomenal headshot and then shows up and they don't look like they're headshot. Right. 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 Or you go to a conference and that happens. Yeah, so the speaker just, comes out yeah, and you're yeah. like, hmm, hey, that's interesting. Who are you? <laughs> right. And you, you make it sound... Um, easy, but really doing a brand strategy um, is a little bit of uh, really taking a deep dive into who you are. It's a little bit of come, come to the top of the mountain moment. It is. And that's why I think that authentic, that authenticity part gets people kind of want to throw that down. Uh, you're like, right, Let's just it, not pay attention to that. Because it's very personal. Because it's very personal. And it's really hard to kind of look yourself in the mirror as a brand and say, you know, here's my good, my bad, my ugly. Mm -hmm. And But you have to do that in order to create a brand story that's really going to work and really going to resonate with your audience. People want you to be true to who you are. Well, and I think stories are everywhere and people, and I think businesses should have stories because businesses are made up of people. So we have stories and yes. they, people are like, it's just business. It's, it's not, no. no, it's never just business. And every, even in your, your business, you have a beginning, a middle and an end. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, go back to storytelling 101, mm -hmm. you know, you have a beginning. So it, start there with your brand story. Start, okay, when did I start? What's the beginning? And most people, I will say, go from the beginning, here's where I started and here's where I am now. Yeah. They leave out that middle part. It's like junior high. Come yes. on, Patty. Let's, right. <laughs> right. Those are the ugly Let's years. Let's just forget about those ugly junior high years. <laughs> but those ugly junior high years are really where all the meat is. Yeah. So if you spend some time really digging into that with your company, that's the stuff that's going to give you a great brand story. Now, it's go-girl communication. So I, I get the idea that you might be specializing in, in something. Maybe like female entrepreneurs? I think so. <laughs> so so uh, what are some differences that you've noticed and why did you focus? Yeah, for sure. Um, and we do work with men. I don't want to, like, we're not men haters. I'm married to one. I'm raising two of them. I love them. Um, but we do tend to gravitate towards female entrepreneurs. And these are very generalizations, I know. I mean, I know there are female entrepreneurs that aren't going to fall into this category and men that do. But what I find is that women tend to be more collaborative uh, especially from the get-go. They're very good about saying like, okay, here's what I know and here's what I don't and here's where I need help. They want to be very inclusive and collaborative from the beginning. Um, the second thing is that women entrepreneurs tend to, they tend to look for the greater good. So they start, they usually start their companies because they're solving a problem they see, whether that's a problem that they've faced or a problem they just see in the world. They really are looking to create a company or a brand that is not that is going to do good in this world. It's going to make people's lives better. And we always just love to be a part of all of that. 
And I think for the third one, and this is going to sound negative when I say it, but it's not, but female entrepreneurs tend to not feel very entrepreneurially. Mm-hmm. That's not even a word. That's <laughs> from your content person. <laughs> yeah. But they tend to not feel like they're really part of that entrepreneur network. Even though women entrepreneurs are growing at a faster rate than men, mm-hmm. they still feel like they're outside of this network. And so we, at Go Girl, one of the things that we're just so passionate about is not only helping people create content and branding, but if you are a female entrepreneur, we want you to feel very good about being an entrepreneur. We want to you to feel at ease of what you're doing, feel very valued in what you're doing, and connect you, help you start to build that network so you feel like you have that support. Excellent. So Go Girl recently celebrated its 10th anniversary. Yes. So congratulations. Thank That's you. awesome. So so thinking as part of your story, you know, what you know what did you what did you think when you got began. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the lessons learned now? What might you give somebody else or what might you tell your younger self to do differently? Um, it seems like a whole different new segment. Um, uh. but I think the things that I've learned the most and what I wish I would have known in the beginning is first and foremost, you are your company's chief sales and marketing officer. Mm-hmm. And if you are not comfortable in the sales and marketing space, you need to find out how to get comfortable in that space because it is, you are going to have to sell and promote your business. Even if that's not your thing, you're going to have to do that. Um, The second thing is find a tribe of, um, for me, it's women, but you can find a tribe of whoever to really support you. And I don't mean just the friends that are like, yeah, you're awesome. You're so good. I mean like this really good support system that will hold you accountable, will kind of push you out of your comfort zone, but they also are your biggest cheerleaders. Um, And then my other thing that really surprised me, and I think I did it accidentally, but you should be thinking about the culture of your company the minute you decide to start it. And it seems crazy because if you're like me, you were sitting at a table by yourself with your dog and you were creating a company and to create a culture seemed nuts. But I had in my head that I wanted to create a company where I wanted to work. So I took all the best parts of all the companies where I worked and I put them all together into this company. And even though I worked by myself for nine years, <laughs> when I made those first hires, I knew so much. It was so, um, it was just such much of a part of me what the culture was going to be that I was able to make strong hires. So I could hire p- two people that not only could do the tasks that I needed, but were so much a part of who the culture was that they were able to start building that really strong foundation. And I think that I am so glad that I did that by accident in the beginning, mm-hmm. because I think you need to really be thinking about your culture from the beginning. Well, that's awesome. Well, we um, congratulate you on 10, 10 great years and look forward to 10 great more years for you with GoGo Communications. So thanks for stopping by and sharing a little bit of your story with us. Yes. And we look forward to seeing all your success. Thank you very much. We'll be right back with more Business Connections. Stay tuned. Naperville Crime Stoppers. Yes, I'd like to report some suspicious activity in my neighborhood. How does this work? Yes, thanks for calling. Your call is anonymous, and I'll not ask for your name. Instead, you'll be identified by a tip number. In a few weeks, call back with the tip number you received, and I will let you know the status of your tip. If an arrest is made, you can receive a reward up to $1,000. How do I get the reward money if you don't know who I am? Well, when you call back, we set up a time and a place to drop the money. You will be safe, and nobody will know you gave Crime Stoppers a tip. Okay, well, here's what's going on. 
Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. Joining me now are representatives from Busey Bank, Natasha Mariner and Steve Wagey. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Liz. Appreciate Thanks for that. Having us. So let's dive right in. We all know Busey Bank in the community. We appreciate having you. So tell me, what sets you apart from the other institutions in town? Well, I, I would say, Liz, that it's our 150 plus year history that we've had within the, the local communities. Uh, we also have a, a team of talented individuals and associates that we work together with our clients in, in understanding their needs and, and wants, if you will, and then offers, offering a comprehensive solution to that. Um, I, I think I'll expand on that being that we have uh, local decision-making authority. Uh, we're based out of Champaign-Urbana and uh, truly care about our communities and our, our people that we work with. That's awesome. I would, I'll just add to that yeah, real quick. Yeah. I think the size of Busey is really important. We have uh, 12 billion under management and asset size. And I think that helps set us apart too. Both Steve and I have come from the large institutions mm -hmm. and it just isn't as personal. And I think the um, community presence and knowing your client, I think that feels very different. I think Busey fits into Naperville. Naperville is the fourth largest city in the state of Illinois, but we pride ourselves in having that hometown feel. And that sounds just like you just described yeah. Busey to me. So I think that's awesome. Busey talks about a team approach. What is that team approach? Well, I can take that, Liz. When it comes to the team approach, uh, and I'll utilize uh, Naperville as an example. So we have our wealth management group in, in downtown Naperville. We have our commercial banking team and our retail team. Uh, all of us work together to deliver uh, all of our banking services to our clients. Um, so I think that's what makes the team approach. We, we tend to uh, work together and, and do joint calls with our, our colleagues and uh, also with our uh, clients and prospects and just truly bringing the, the whole aspects of the bank and the advice of the bank through wealth management, financial planning, commercial banking to our clients. That's awesome. Well, speaking of team approach, you lead the commercial Team? Yes, I lead the commercial team in Naperville. So tell me a little bit about the commercial side of Busey. Uh, the commercial side of Busey, I think I'd emphasize, Liz, is our, our local approach and our local team members. Um, we have local decision-making authority, so everything's done through our, our teams in the, the northern Chicago market, as well as in the Champaign market. Uh, I think what differentiates it is the fact that we truly listen to our clients. Uh, we have a comprehensive offering of commercial uh, products as far as uh, commercial industrial lines of credits, uh, term loans, equipment loans and such. And then on the commercial real estate, we're very, commercial real estate, excuse me, we're very active in that market space. And we just have the expertise in the different areas. So I think that's the key to our approach is that we have experts in the different facets of the commercial banking business and that we offer that to our, our clients. I think, you know, local businesses and, you know, a bank that has you know, a local tie like DC and that, that kind of goes together. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Natasha, you're in the, the, the wealth phase, phase, wealth team. Tell me how you help families plan for their future. Absolutely. Well, you know, Steve and I have had a lot of t uh, fun calling together mm -hmm. because it gives me the opportunity to work with a lot of his commercial lending is for two business owners. Right. Right. And business owners also have very personal needs, and whether it be business succession planning <clears throat> or there's a liquidity event uh, or a family event, there's always planning is always a way to lead. Mm -hmm. So understanding what the client's goals are and what their roadblocks are. Right, because goals, we want to make sure that they are sufficient for their lifetime mm -hmm. as they think through 
the value of their business, if they sell, can they sell, things like that. Mm -hmm. Or if somebody is retiring and understanding what does that mean for them for the long haul because they're used to having a salary and mm -hmm. now they don't and they're living off of possibly a, you know, their retirement, their IRAs or, and whatnot. So helping understand what that money's meant to do and how it's to serve them. Or it's important to understand also if there are any roadblocks. Uh, not only if it's for a business owner looking to transition or if it's a family member, there are family dynamics. Well, and, and I can expand on that a little bit, Natasha, also, because when you look at our commercial clients, right, our business banking clients, um, there are different stages of their, their life right. cycle in their business and mm -hmm. also in their family planning, right? And so as we, we get to know our commercial clients and, and their goals and, and wishes, that's where we introduce our, our wealth management and certified financial planner team, if you will, because they're going to help, and it's not mutually exclusive. I mean, they go hand in hand. They really do. And you can't talk to a business owner about just about his commercial business without talking about family, plans, goals for the future. Absolutely, because yeah. who runs the business? Well, people do. Yeah, so, absolutely. Right, people absolutely. Have family. Everything starts with planning, right? right. Because, mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's, to your point, it's very fluid. Uh, if it was just an opportunity to do wealth management and to just throw some money in the market, mm -hmm. Everybody does that, but this is about understanding what your goals and roadblocks are and revisiting that time and time again because the markets are crazy, people's emotions get involved. That's why it helps to have an entity that's there to help keep keep you in your seat. And the yeah. planning is part of that. It helps you remember why you've set yourself up the way you have. Right. It gives a, it's an expert in a room. It's a third party mm -hmm. that people can talk to. It's a, it's a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a wonderful thing yeah. that you all offer. You also, Busey is synonymous with community to me, that you are so involved in community. You know, at NCTV 17, you sponsor our Spotlight program, so I thank you for that. That helps us reach 72 not-for-profits a year and get their message out. So thank you. And that's just, we couldn't do that without you. So, so tell me, why does Busey care so much? Why are you so committed to the community? Well, that's what we were founded on. We were mm -hmm. founded in local communities, by local community uh, members, mm -hmm. and, and whether it's... Uh, members of the community as far as business owners, uh, local folks that just live and, and participate, we're a big part of that. And I, I think it goes beyond that. So when it comes to our associates, we encourage volunteerism and, and being a part of a group that you wanna support. So whether it's, you know, you, you enjoy children or building or, or nurturing, uh, you know, uh, middle school kids and, and development and technology and such, whatever that aspect is, there's local organizations that we each join as part of what we want to do. So I think that's important within our communities. And you just look at our community support. Um, it's just really important to the organization because that's that's who we serve and that's who we help and we work with. Yeah, there is a culture of, of supporting that internally, which is again, I think has more to do with the size of this organization and um, really giving back and being a part of the community. Yes, no one, banks in the community are so important. Not mm -hmm. only do they bring financial, you know, teams to it, but it, it's also that give back, mm -hmm. you know, that they really, every bank I've talked to wants to be involved in the community. And it's so important. Yeah, it is so important. So if somebody's interested in, in, in getting to know Busey and, and perhaps speaking to one of you about a business or wealth management, how do they do that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, they're always welcome to go to our website. So Busey.com slash Chicagoland, and that will provide mm -hmm. information on the local markets here in the western suburbs of Chicago. Uh, we're in Naperville, Joliet, Plainfield, Burr Ridge, um, to name a few. Yep. Um, 
uh, here locally. And in addition, if they want to make an appointment, there's a drop-down box there. Steve and I are certainly available yeah, to help direct someone. If they, if they want to reach out to us directly, we'd be happy to understand from them what they're looking for and get them in the right direction. That's awesome. Perfect. Thank you both for joining me today. It's been wonderful to talk to you. Thank you so much for what you do for the community. Completely appreciate it. And we're going to be right back with more Business Connections. Stay tuned. If you're interested in a television appearance on Business Connection as a way to reach out to your community or to gain exposure for your company, contact us at info at nctv17.com. I'm Liz Spencer, and thank you for watching Business Connection.